0: Jason York from uh, New York, no, Jason York from Kansas City. And uh, uh, Julian is fiance get the knowledge, they're great people and thanks for coming and sharing. Are you getting married? Yes, fine days, getting married and fine days. last night, and
1: Said to back that up, because you know, you got to line things up with scripture, you know, when you hear things from the Lord. What he said to back that up was, he said, Jesus did not come because of the faithfulness of the ministry of John,
0: instead, John was raised
1: up because Jesus was coming. So, there's a, a forerunner ministry in John about this. But Jesus did not primarily come because John did a good job. He fulfilled his, he fulfilled his calling. He did it well. Jesus, or John was raised up because of the surety of Jesus coming. There was a surety to it and that's why God raised up John the Baptist. Amen. And I believe that's why God his commitment his eternal commitment to covenant that's why he sets the captives free and ultimately that's why he sends revival not because of our faithfulness I mean we do play a part you know we need to actually engage in prayer and intercession and not just sit back and relax so there is a part for the church to play I'm not casting that aside, but the big picture is that it's because of God's commitment to his covenant because of his commitment to covenant his commitment to his people that's why he sends deliverance that's why he sends healing um so Bob asked me to share a little bit about what God's doing in my life and as I'm preparing for marriage in 20 days you know I've been thinking about and wrestling through the weight of covenant the weight of what it is the weight of the marriage covenant um God has been just speaking to me a lot about that. And I'm, a, I'm in a family of nine kids. My parents have an excellent, extremely strong marriage. I've been married for 37 years. So I've, you know, my dad really has really just spoken into me a lot about covenant, a lot about the marriage covenant being eternal. It's not Demonstrate His commitment to us. Because it's God that has a, has a covenant with us and He's wanting to demonstrate that to the lost through the marriage covenant.
0: So as I'm about to enter the covenant myself, I'm really faced with the weight of
1: called Sacred Marriage and that book is talking about how marriage is to the primary purpose of marriage is to make you expose every weakness of my life, to expose my own selfishness, my own pride, my own, you know, areas that I have previously been unwilling to conquer because I just don't want to. Um, So marriage is really a call to make us holy. It's a call to make us holy and not happy. Praise the Lord for joy in marriage. I pray that there's joy in People with government institutions and people will forbid marriage. And as I'm you know, a, a young person, you know, we, we all know that the earth is going toward the direction of the end times, going toward the days when that that verse will be fulfilled. So I don't know how many more generations after me, or even how many more. it demonstrates because it demonstrates God's commitment to us. So in the midst of shaking, in the midst of the end times and the shaking that's coming, we need godly marriages
0: our salvation, that we have to
1: endure with Christ, we have to choose to believe God and to trust God always, that's the foundation stone of my own life, to trust God always no matter what, we have to trust God always and endure until the end so that we can be saved. Well if endurance is such a big part of salvation, then why are we so quick to not endure? Christian realm are people so quick to cast off endurance in marriage if our very salvation is hinged upon a commitment to endure suffering in this life and committing and committing to endure to the Lord. Wow. So I was I was in a, a service just a few weeks ago. One of the leaders of um, the International House of Prayer, Alan Hood, was speaking on marriage and on family and. He said something that really struck me. He said, it's worth it to endure 10 years of struggling in your marriage for the purpose of producing a godly heritage, for the purpose of producing a godly lineage, because the problem is that oftentimes we're too short-sighted, you know, we see a problem. And all we're doing is really looking at the problem instead of looking up to God and looking at the purpose of the problem. God doesn't just you know toss us to and fro and beat us up for no reason. He does it to produce something in us. So if there's if there's if you're if you have gone through or you are going through a difficult time in your marriage, and I know know, walking that out. But it's worth it to endure, even if struggles last for five, ten years of you know unresolved conflicts, it's worth it to produce a godly lineage. Because when you look beyond the struggle of today, you look at what will it ultimately produce if you endure? It's not about us. It's not about our own pleasure. It's not about you know our own frustrations and I can't I can't do this. I can't I can't handle the arguments and I can't handle the negativity and I can't handle the whatever is going on. Like if you can get out of yourself. there's power in us being able to say that you know my parents have been married 30 years my grandparents on my mother's side you know were were married until my grandfather passed away you know that that there's there's, there's something you know because growing up
0: that marks me it marks me to be able to look at my family and say nine kids I never hear my parents Arguing in the home. I've never
1: heard my dad speak negatively toward my wife, or you know, toward his, toward his wife. That marked me as a kid, and now that I'm about to enter into marriage, I carry a weight, and I carry a sobriety about covenant because of my parents. So when we look at our own marriages, when we, when we look at establishing and re-establishing covenant. It will produce in our kids what it's producing in me. As my own parents have walked it out rightly, I am now, I have a fire in me about covenant because my parents have instilled that in me. And now I'm going to instill that in my own children so that in the last... is to catch our gaze higher, catch our gaze above, you know, like, what is the vision of your marriage? What is the vision of my marriage? Is it just pleasure? Is it just, i want lonely and I want a companion? You know, if if that's your ultimate goal, then when your companion is arguing with you, or whatever, you know, you'll, you'll be less committed to it. And one of the things that I'm going to do, um, I, the Lord just kind of gave me a vision for this, because um, we just me and my fiancé. We haven't done our marriage vows yet, but we're starting to, and all of that. And I, I felt like the Lord gave me an idea, because the thought struck me: how many people either keep their marriage vows for one, and if they have kept them, how many of remember what they said because vows there's a way to a vow there's a way to covenant and if you spoke it for vows to your husband and wife if you spoke spoken for vows then vows are not just some fluffy language for a ceremony vows are something that you're a life vision of saying I will do this through sickness and health I will not I hope I can. Not I want to. Not I'm going to try to. I will. I do.
0: That, that, that that's the weight of a vow. But how can you walk them out if you don't remember what they were? How can you know
1: if you're doing well if you don't remember what you said? So what I'm going to do is um, I came up with this idea that I'm actually going to. that every day, what did I commit to so that I can actually walk out covenant, so I can actually walk out of commitment? looking at that a little bit more deeply and saying, what is our vision? What is our vision related to our relationship with the Lord? Spell it out. You know, because
0: when I was working with Julianne on on establishing a vision for our marriage, you know, we, we were kind of wrestling with that, like, okay, what is our vision for our marriage? And there came a point where Julianne was like,
1: you know, I feel kind of silly, Declaring it, making it plain, because isn't this what our vision is supposed to be? You know, like isn't like isn't every Christian marriage supposed to be founded on the Word of God? Isn't every Christian marriage supposed to be aligned with biblical standards? But what I said was, I said maybe the things were perfect, but the sad fact. Is most, even most, a lot of Christian marriages, aren't founded on these things. And they're not spelled out plainly. And they're not kept before people's eyes. So we need to. So we, read, we took a night and we wrestled through it. We actually really enjoyed it. Spelling out what is our vision for our marriage. Writing it down. Putting, you know, scripture verses in it. Making it plain. Of this is what our vision is. And then keeping that before our eyes we can walk it out and I really believe that that is what the Lord's is highlighting to me not just in relation to marriage but in relation to even our Christian walk what is our vision and how do we walk it out And that's what we're supposed to emulate in marriage: is our commitment to our wives, our commitment to our husbands, that actually speaks God's commitment to us. So that's what I got. That's it's just it wasn't you know an attempt at a formal message, but just the Lord has been speaking to me a lot about the weight of covenant and the fact that in order to walk it out, we have to write it down, we have to remember it, we have to remind ourselves. And through that, through the, the weight of our commitment, we can do it, and God will produce a godly lineage. And a godly lineage is worth something.
0: So they went through some tough times. They remembered their covenant and they are back and they have a wonderful, awesome marriage now. Who's married that? that was Sean. You Oh, Sean. So there's a testimony on that, you know?
1: Uh, sacred marriage. The marriage is supposed to be holy. That's a good
0: back. That was that.
1: you would remind them of the commitments that they have made Father that you would bring forth a godly lineage that you would bring forth the fruit of righteousness God Father that you would make it clear to us and give us grace to endure the hard times for the purpose of our children for the purpose of our grandchildren for the purpose of a godly lineage Lord I pray that you would give grace to every marriage Father that you would bind together every wound, Father, that you would heal, Lord, everything that's been torn apart, God, or shaken, I pray that you would reaffirm and reestablish love between every couple, that you would reaffirm and reestablish, Lord, the flame of love, the flame of affection, Lord, and the weight of commitment, I pray that you would give a grace to each and every one of Bring forth the godly lineage in this church. Lord, that this church would be known for even through the difficulties, that these people stay together, that these people are committed to each other, that these people proclaim the weight of covenant and the weight of God's commitment to us.
0: In Jesus' name, amen.